Welcome back to a very special episode of the Theme Park Junkies. It is the Thanksgiving edition of the Theme Park Junkies with a new theme song that you will only hear on this very special episode. It'll never be heard again, but happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. And Jay, how was your Thanksgiving? Well, I hope you like my banjo playing right now. I Because do. I worked real hard on this. It's our new theme. I think we should just permanently use this. We could. A little more uh, Old West, you know, maybe. People in uh, the down south may really enjoy this kind of uh, theme park <laughs> junkie. <laughs> See, I worked real hard on that part. Mm-hmm. And this part, too. This is my favorite part, actually. I like how it switches it up a little. Mm. Yeah, that's my buddy uh, Willie on the... Guitar. No, I don't know what I'm really saying. Really has anyway. no teeth. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, yes. how was it? We're in the holiday season. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Can't you tell? Mm-hmm. We're in the holiday season. I can't believe it's almost December. Um, and, yeah, the holidays. Uh, I had a great Thanksgiving. I gave thanks. Um, I just spent time with the little family. I guess that's kind of what you do. And uh, that was about it. Nothing extravagant. We had Red's barbecue. No kidding. Like a <laughs> turkey no uh, dinner. No one wants to make it. No one wants to make anything. Wow. Um, <laughs> so how it was, was it? It was different orders, but it was great. I had a, a baked potato and some other goods. Huh. <laughs> so it was a strange Thanksgiving, but not that strange for my family because that's typically how it goes. We'll usually just order food. Uh, a lot of the times it's Italian or. Uh, you what? know, it's, it's never traditional. In other words, it's like the opposite of traditional. Do you know? Uh, two I don't things. think any of us really like turkey. Two things so. just happened. We actually played through the whole theme song. And the other <laughs> thing is, I have no idea that you. I've known you for ninety years almost now. I, I cannot believe nine years. I cannot believe that I didn't know that you guys kind of ordered out on your uh, you Thanksgiving. Knew that. I don't. Maybe. Maybe. I'm I sure do. I've told you that stuff before. And every year, I'm, I'm just, like, "What? I didn't know that." <laughs> You're losing brain cells. Oh, You're a pretty good actor for the uh, the show, though. Yeah, I think you knew that. <laughs> really? I don't know. Yeah, it's not something I uh, advertise, but huh. I guess if we're going to get on the subject. So did uh, no yeah. one eat turkey? Uh, no, I don't think there was any turkey had. Huh. Um, I think there was some tri-tip had. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> but no turkey. Um, yeah, we. Uh, my family's never seen a reason to be very traditional about anything. We just kind of do our own thing. Um, you know, it's, I have divorced parents. So them coming together, um, is a miracle on its own. Mm -hmm. So it's like a miracle on 34th street every holiday season season. And we just do it our own thing. You know, that's really interesting. That's, that's how mine was. How was yours? Did you, uh, spend it at a picnic table at Knott's Berry Farm? No, I wish I had, that would have been probably better with a, maybe some chicken or something. But, um, we had, uh, I had my in-laws come over. Um, that and, sounds like trouble. Yeah, and I made I made with with the sweetheart. Um, she helped a little bit, but we made a Thanksgiving turkey, cranberry sauce. So you're very everything. traditional about it. Yeah. We yeah we were this year, and I didn't mean it was real traditional. You know what I also made was a pumpkin dual layer cheesecake, which was really good. Wow, that sounds uh, like a lot of layers, though. Pumpkin, dual layer. So there's one layer that's pumpkin. Yeah, so the, it's actually cheesecake. the bottom layer is a cheesecake, and then the okay. top layer is a pumpkin cheesecake. And, it and was what's in the middle? Cream? Lo- just, lo- just my love. Just Put love. as much love as I can into it. 
Um, <laughs> Sounds delicious. It, it was. It wasn't bad. It was. It was actually pretty good. But um, I don't know if I would ever do it again because not. I'm not there saying you go. Cake, you know what? But... I must correct the record. Hmm. I did. We did have pumpkin pie. There was there our go. traditional uh, item with whipped cream. You gotta have but, something uh, traditional. So yeah, there you go. That was traditional. Um, but yours sounds a little better, and it sounds like you worked hard on it. I did. Um, you know, it's it's really costly to uh, throw a Thanksgiving. I didn't really realize that. And you know what else is I had no idea because I never cooked it myself is every single item, pretty much, it's like a stick of butter in the recipe. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of concerning about baking. Everything is like a stick of butter Yeah, to that. The uh, stuffing? Of butter. The stuffing. Two sticks of butter. Sheesh. Um, wow. Yeah. Stuffing, stuffing is like breadcrumbs and butter. Croutons. Everything Where is butter. Butter go. The turkey, you baste it with some butter. It's just, oh, it's absolutely wow. ridiculous. I can't believe it's not butter, but it is butter. Yeah, I know you can believe it now. Trust me. Um, <laughs> but I, I couldn't believe it either. You know, cooking it, I was like, uh, is this right? Another stick of butter, like everything, like you know. I guess that's why so you do, do it once a year. Did you have enough butter to cover all this tall order? Yeah, yeah. For some much? reason, we had a ton. I don't have one bar of butter. Yeah, no, we had a ton because of just, we knew we were going to be cooking, so we bought a few uh, packages, mm. but uh, okay. it wasn't intentional, really. It was just like, all right, we'll just have butter in there, I guess. But Well, we're not getting advertising, advertising funds for anything, but what no. brand butter do you use? Uh, Lando Lakes. Okay, I've seen Lando that Lando Lakes, yeah. All right. So, but, uh, I don't you know, know I just... Was there any fighting at your Thanksgiving? Like, you know how you see in TV, no. a lot of people fight and stuff. It's actually very peaceful. Yeah. Um, I had one sister there, but another was not there because she was out of town doing her own thing. What, um, what was she doing? I don't know. Uh, she was with her in-laws. Oh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> so I forget exactly what they were doing, but uh, she was out of town. So it was a small gathering and... Uh, I had to work the next day, of course, so uh, you know I wasn't. It wasn't a late night for me. Oh man! Um, but uh, it was. It was good nonetheless. We sat around and watched some YouTube videos. We watched ah. some Bushman pranks and uh, things that were <laughs> that would that were not divisive or yeah. political or anything that would cause arguments. We tried to keep it light. I think that's so, good. That's really good. Yeah. So, did you do any? Uh, I guess you were working, but did you get to do any Black Friday shopping? Um, just on OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, I got you. There's good deals on a Black Friday. Is that all kinds? Yeah. <laughs> what, Too many. What, what, I can't get into that on here. That's my other life. Yeah, I don't know much about that, but I, I do, um, do you pay like by minute? Is it like a nine seven six number for OnlyFans? Yeah. No. Oh, you're paying you're for thinking, videos. You're, you're paying for content. 80s technology. Okay. It's on demand. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, on yeah. demand. I got you. You can subscribe to people, and they can either choose that for that to be free or not free for whatever price. But then they can also just send you content directly, and it's like a paywall. You have the choice to either open that or not. Hmm. So, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, start I think one. It's, scaringly, I think it's like the second most popular. A website in the world <laughs> wow i think i should start one i'll just like make my hot well, toddies and show people how i make a hot toddy you, you know just to participate in it you have to create an account so you have to make a profile and stuff so i have one you uh -huh. know i'm not gonna give it out right now but i've never posted anything but i've been thinking maybe i should yeah you could post like also so i watch a lot of boxing right and now some uh -huh. of these guys have these only fans and i guess it's just they make videos to reach out to their fans like they yeah i don't I think mean, they do anything kinda, nasty on it i don't know 
Exactly. It's going kind of mainstream in a way. So, uh, you know, it probably will get turned into that, but it's basically porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, if you're single and you get on these dating apps, the hustle is that the best looking girls on these dating apps that match with you just want you to subscribe to their OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. It's a hustle, my brothers. Look out for it. But I'm sure everybody's aware of that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. They've sucked me in, a couple of them. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> but I, I need to quit that habit, honestly. But uh, I did partake in a Black Friday sale, since you asked. That was one thing I purchased. Um, but the more important purchase um, for the season, which I was excited about, which I don't know why it's not available in stores yet, but was the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles release mm. on 4K Ultra HD ultra disc physical disc now there's not many movies i would support with a physical disc purchase nowadays um i don't remember the last time i bought a physical disc was but this is one of the few that i would and uh came out with a special edition so i think we're going to talk about that a little today on the cast yeah i, I see that jump um, into that now it's available on like best buy and stuff but uh, but does it say in store yet? Because I, uh, I it does date. at Best Buy now. Okay, and it says it to happened. act fast uh, at my Best Buy because only two are left at my store. Wow. Well, it's number one. It's number one on Amazon. It's like on all <laughs> kinds of charts. Isn't that crazy? As a, the number one selling movie right now, which yeah, it does surprise me. I know it's a loved movie, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess um, you know Steve Martin and John Candy, that combo just uh, everyone loves. I guess. Yeah. 35th anniversary, 1987, that film so, came out. So, yeah, let's talk about this a little bit. What is on the Blu-ray 4K Ultra HD? It comes with a digital copy? Can we get that out of the way? So, yes, it does definitely come with a digital copy. And I must say the digital copy kind of, it freaked me out a little bit when I was entering the digital copy because at the same time I entered a digital copy, the digital copy code, my Apple card got char charged for a price. Oh, well, that's probably from OnlyFans. That's your OnlyFans. It, it was OnlyFans. It was something else. But the timing... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't pay for that with Apple. But uh, <laughs> the timing Bitcoin. was crazy to where... Yeah, it's got to be it's cleaner that way, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. No, but yeah, the, you're punching in the code. The, the fee, though, I was punching in the code, and at the same time, I punched in the code, which is obviously a free redemption. I paid for it, you know. Um, at the same time, I <laughs> I noticed my Apple card got charged for the same amount, which was a purchase I made prior, but it was just getting charged at the moment I was redeeming the code. So I freaked out for a minute and almost disputed the charge, but then it, I, I did confirm that I wasn't charged for planes, trains, and automobiles. But um, so the digital copy has some features, but the physical uh purchase has a whole separate blu-ray with an hour plus of deleted and extended scenes and a um audition tape which i thought was actually pretty funny of uh let me see i have i did a little research while i was waiting for you to uh get off the toilet today yeah it's been rough been drinking and, a lot um, yeah that's understandable um dylan baker the character of owen who um, remember picks them up in his orange pickup yeah. from the hotel? Yeah, makes his wife <laughs> carry the luggage, yeah. and he does that snot thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got an audition tape 
<laughs> on that <laughs> as thing? one of this oh yeah as one of the special features which is pretty funny he does that you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> almost a snort kind of thing and I, like it's you know he nails the character but um anyway i guess the thing that stood out to me the most is um is this hour plus of deleted and extended scenes i guess the story is that it was just recently described uh discovered in a john hughes archive the original script for this film and a bunch of this footage that ended up on this release like on vhs so i don't think it could ever be incorporated into a um you know director's cut so to speak uh i guess the original cut for this this movie was like a three hour long cut hmm. there was a, a lot of other little subplots and stuff it's a real i've been diving into the history there's a lot of history to this movie i was unaware of until recently um but so anyway all that footage from the archive is on this disc and um there is just there is a lot more to like the early scenes i would say most of it is the scenes um in the airport and in the hotel and on the airplane um <laughs> i can get a little interactive with you and as we're talking about it you can just watch this is one of the scenes that has leaked to youtube it's uh john john candy having a hot dog and smoking a cigarette at the same time in the airport and you could see how they just i'm sure they just let these two guys go and just play just kind of imp improvise and do whatever and film for a real long time and then they just cut little pieces out i could see why they cut this stuff out i think a lot of it's hilarious and it's, it's funny and what I started to say is like, so this is only available on VHS. So I don't think they would ever be able to, you know, um, translate it to a 4k release or, or make a professional, uh, long version. But I guess this original cut was like three hours long and I can see how it was. Um, but man, there's some funny stuff on that on there. A, a couple of the things that stood out to me would be, uh, you know, during their conversation on the plane where, John Candy's taking his shoes off and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole nother section to that where he, he talks about how uh, his shower curtain ring business was disrupted by uh, Psycho, the movie Psycho. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because of shower curtains. <laughs> no kidding. I, I don't know. It's just, it's really funny. That, that Alfred Hitchcock, he's really a character. <laughs> anyway, and um, I don't know, just so many other things. Uh Another one, you remember how they get robbed at the hotel? Yes. With the kid with long hair and the hat. So that's actually the pizza man. And there was a whole nother sequence filmed prior to that. I sent you a little small portion of it the other night when I was actually watching it for the first time. And uh, so that's actually the pizza man who has a whole scene filmed with John Candy who comes in and you hear them reference this stuff later in the movie. John Candy tells him he, he delivers a pizza and a six pack of beer to uh, John Candy. Steve Martin's in the uh, in the shower during the time. John Candy tells him just to throw it on the bed. He's got the quarter in the bed. So the bed's, bed is vibrating with the beer on the bed. Remember, here, you hear them reference that later. You know, um, they right. They the, did reference that. Exactly. Like, so there's a whole nother, you know, it's it's cool to see things like that. They actually filmed all that stuff. Um. And so it's it's pretty hilarious the pizza man sequence you know and long story short him and Candy have a um, you know discussion and it doesn't go well so he comes back and uh, robs them later 
And so anyway, it just, it really makes you see the real big picture, the original idea of the movie to watch these and just to see these two with scenes that you've never seen them in before. It's like the, the hour plus time went by like that. Like, you know, so easy to watch. They're so good together. They play those characters so well. Steve Martin is such the perfect kind of tight ass guy (laughs) and candy, the opposite. So, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of this movie, I would definitely recommend checking these, uh, these scenes out on the special edition 35th anniversary, the UHD 4k release of the disc. This uh, is planes, trains and automobiles. The best Thanksgiving movie, right? It's the best and one of the onlys. I mean, what are they competing with? Well, and, um, I can think of a few offhand. All um, right. Do you remember the movie Dutch? <laughs> you know, I just recently saw something about Dutch and how it's a Thanksgiving. They're movie. going home for Thanksgiving. That's with Ed O'Neill. Yes. Right. Um, uh, you know, I yeah. do remember seeing it, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, and I kind of remember liking it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, it's not as good, but yeah, that comes to mind. Um, oh gosh, what else? There's also and then um, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Yeah, uh, That's about Adam's it. Fam- Adam's Family Values, the second one. Is that a Thanksgiving I, I'm one? I'm pretty sure. I remember that being a Thanksgiving movie. I've not seen that in years, hmm. um, but I'm pretty sure uh, you've got mail, which I remember that being a Thanksgiving movie. You've got mail. That's yeah. a Thanksgiving movie? I'm pretty movie? sure. I could be wrong about all these. Uh, Grumpy Old Men was a Thanksgiving movie. But maybe, okay, so maybe these are taking place around Thanksgiving, right. yeah. but I don't know that the plot is necessarily a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. I mean, the plot of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is... It's two days prior to Thanksgiving, and the whole time he's trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's a simple story. I would say Dutch is probably the only one that I can think of where I believe they're trying to get home just like this for Thanksgiving. Right, right. So, and you know what's annoying in, in some of the uh, artwork that's out there to promote planes, trains, and automobiles is they promote it like a Christmas movie. Like yeah. That one, like the digital artwork, the standard artwork on Apple TV they got like a candy cane in the background. You know, there's nothing about Christmas with this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's annoying to me. Uh, I do like the artwork on the uh, the new disc, though. It's like it's got a new photo of them. <laughs> it has snow in the background. Yeah. That's not, I mean, that's that's true to the film. There's a lot of snow scenes. Yeah. But uh, Steve Martin looks pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend the unseen footage. I haven't. I believe I've seen the. Uh, there's also like a documentary, a dedication to John Candy and just like a documentary on the movie, which I think is the same thing that, uh, you know, it's on the Blu-ray special features. Um, I just put my Blu-ray for sale on eBay and I sold it immediately. What'd you uh, sell it for? Five bucks plus shipping. There you go. I'm in the money. You are in the money. But, uh, I didn't think it would sell at all. So I'm surprised. So the same day that I got the new disc in the mail, I sold my Blu-ray. I saw that digital copies going for like seven or eight bucks. Is it? Yep. You could have uh, okay. done that and I almost got all your money back for paying. I didn't for have the, the uh... digital copy though. I wanted it on my iTunes. Yeah, that's I... true. But I must say, okay, so my, I, that's just, my next I, question. Yeah. I, I've just kissed this movie's ass for yeah. 10 minutes. Right. But I must say that the critique that I would say is, um, in which I, I I watched some reviews before I got the disc in the mail. And um, this was kind of the reoccurring criticism that I saw was that the um, the transfer was not great. 
it's not the greatest for I don't know what they were working with as far as if they had original negatives or what but um uh, you know it basically looks the same as the blu-ray to me mm. I don't notice a whole lot of difference with the from the you know upgrade to the 4k I really don't yeah. have you looked the, at the uh, 4k and the 4k streaming would you say that's yes is uh, it I've compar- compared those yeah. back to back you know what I it's so close so close it's, huh? yeah it's you know maybe the disc is a little better but um you know not enough to even notice um but that that would be the one thing that i would say it kind of fell short on or something like jaws or something where that was a significant upgrade from the blue the hd to the to the 4k where they're using that original negative um but yeah i must say like you know i don't know if it's worth it for just that if you're looking for a superior upgrade from the HD, I, I don't see that it's a whole lot of different difference. Yeah. Um, you know, not for that price point. Yeah. So I don't know. You have it right on uh you have the, the iTunes 4k version or what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, okay, it turns so, out I don't. <laughs> oh, you so don't? I go to watch it uh, last night. Uh, yeah. No, on Thanksgiving we watched it and I, I started up and I was like, you know, this just looks like HD and I, go to it and i must have done one of those free upgrades or something for it where they gave you a free copy but they of course didn't give me the 4k because paramount i Mm -hmm. don't think does that right so movies anywhere yeah i'll be Um, looking for it for 4.99 when the time is right Um, which it'll be there before you know it i think it was already a few times well i mean this new release you know it'll be down there it'll be on sale pretty quick yeah i could have waited but that's why i said this is one of the few movies that I will support with a day of release yeah. purchase. I mean, it's that good. I don't know. Those two are just a couple of my favorites. So. Yeah. The whole movie is hilarious. Um, if you had to pick one scene, what would it you know, be? I'll tell you that in a moment. But um, uh, there's one other thing I must highlight, huh. which I think you would appreciate. So there's a whole nother subplot and, and and I was expecting these scenes to be in the deleted footage, but they're really not. Um, There is a little more footage with this, but uh, I didn't see what I was expecting. But in this script, it confirms that there was this whole other subplot, which I I believe they did film a lot of it um, where, you know, Steve Martin is calling home to his wife repeatedly, repeatedly through this process. Right telling telling her that oh we're stranded in wichita and we're here and there and i'm with this this guy del griffith she's not believing him (laughs) and you see a little bit of that in the movie you do yeah but the the expanded version of that was she's basically uh you know (laughs) saying he's cheating on her and Mm -hmm. you know calling him out and you know not believing him and thinking he's cheating on her and um if you notice at the last scene of the movie when they're playing the sentimental music every time you, I mean, you know that yeah. scene. <laughs> away. Um, if you notice the tear in her eyes as she looks at John Candy as he introduces her as, you know, here's Mr. Del Griffith. And he, mm-hmm. I think he gives a little bit of an emphasis on the Mr. And like she, she looks at him with like a, um, such a loving eye. And I've always felt that was a little off. Like, well, why is that so sentimental? <laughs> you know, right. because like, okay, it's just some guy that he's been traveling with on the, yeah, I guess it's kind of sentimental. But if you add in that extra 
part of it to where she's thinking he's full of S the whole time and cheating on her. And now she realizes that he wasn't lying. And it's really just John Candy, this, this big, huge, uh, attractive, uh, handsome man that he's <laughs> right. traveling with. Now you kind of get why the, the, the expression she has is so you know, genuine. So anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting too. You know, I think they weird. should have included more of that in the movie. You know, it's weird. Uh, when you don't bring that up and you don't know, I always thought that he looked, she looked at John Candy and thought like, Oh, now my husband's ac- accepting of other people. Cause he was such a tight ass. Maybe, you know, so that's, part I think, of it. I think that's what you get from what they showed, but I think that's what you get from how they edited, like the way yeah. they edited the final movie. I, I see how they did it and it works. It's, it's perfect for a feature film, you know, for a nerd like myself who wants to know more backstory behind the scenes stuff. It'd be cool to see a, a full edit of it, but I can understand you know, they're not going to release a three hour long movie. So I get why they had to cut it out and then it's still a hit, but I don't know. I just, when you watch it back, Knowing that, um, it just it adds a whole another element to it, and their acting gets even even better, really. So, um, so you, you had a question. What's my yeah, favorite, favorite scene? scene I, if you had, I think to it's pick the one. <laughs> it's the go to scene. It's the reason it got an R rated R rated R rating. Yeah. It's weird though because John <laughs> Candy's to, not in that scene. <laughs> you have to love that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love the whole movie. But I mean, I must say the one that stands out as being hilarious is when Steve Martin drops a million f bombs and goes off in the uh, in the car rental place. We've all been there. We've all been beyond frustrated, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. With someone who is on the other side of that desk who just doesn't give an f. And uh, I don't know. I just thought that scene was brilliant. Like, obviously, if they cut that scene, that movie would probably be rated PG, which I'm sure, you know, would make a lot more money. And the execs at the studio were probably pushing for that. But, I mean, that scene is so good that you just can't cut it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. How about yourself? Yeah, it, it is that. Uh, it is that. It has to be. The close second to me might be when um, they're driving the wrong way. And oh, and right. he's like, how does he know where I'm going or whatever? Yeah, I don't he's know. Drunk. I, I just, I mean, yeah. that's a close second. Yeah, you're right. Because then you have them both kind of talking. Um, did right. you know that there is a planes, trains, and automobile remake coming? Oh, you just and ruined my day. This is why I believe that this Blu-ray 4K release has been released. And did you, you know, know I who's think in I it? I did hear about it. No, who is it? Kevin Hart and Will Smith. I I heard about that. Yeah. Well, I'm fine, hoping it, I'm hoping Will's slap has put an end to this, but I don't <laughs> think it has. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's just par for the course nowadays. They're going to remake everything, just like they did Karate Kid with Will Smith's son or whatever. Should right? They remake like, these things when the actors are dead, and it's like for a different generation. Yeah. Like the generation who knows this movie is still alive. Why would they want to see this? Why would they care? Yeah, ideally, but we'll let let the box office judge that. Let's see what they do. Let's yeah. see what they do at the box office. Let's see what they do as far as quality wise. That's all I care about. Maybe it'll be hilarious. But why would I, I don't know that something like that? It's it's in the category of like a Jaws. It doesn't need to be remade. It's a classic. Leave it alone. You know, all that is a, is a money grab to me. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, one last note I must say about it. You, you jogged my memory. You remember when they're uh, in a relatively short 
scene in the movie, they're uh, being taken in the taxi cab, uh, Doobie's Taxiola. <laughs> yeah, and they go the back route at midnight or something right, right. where you can't see So that, that taxi bill uh, <laughs> goes sky high. There's a whole lot of um, unreleased footage from that scene. There's this whole back and forth with Steve Martin and the taxi driver that I think you would appreciate. The taxi driver basically threatens him. <laughs> he's he's going to take him out to the to the field and kill him and talks he's i don't know it's very very funny um back and forth scene with steve martin and the taxi driver and john candy interjecting and uh that's what i mean it's just it's all, all this footage is is these two greats um you know with this improvisation or whatever this great acting that you've never seen before which is so rare you know i mean obviously john candy's footage is very rare what's out there i've seen everything the man's done but it's like I, I had never seen any of this. And uh, so there's some brilliant footage in the taxi cab. So if you do ever get this release, I would say definitely check that out. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah. Happy you, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is something I, I will, I have to purchase. Um, it just, I'm a, I'm a cheap butthole instead of you who's It'll Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll wait for probably a December when, you know, no one wants a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> right, um, right. But uh, so let me ask you. Now, this is a tough question. Is this Steve Martin's best movie? Mm. It's John Candy's. Right? I don't know that I'd even say it's John Candy's. I don't know. What That's a really hard one. Saying? What is a better uh, well, John Candy movie? The first one that comes to me for a John Candy feature is Buck. Uncle Buck. Better though than this? That is John Candy. That that was a role written for John Candy, um, yeah. and executed perfectly. Oh God, that's hard. You're asking. Literally, I have I have the artwork for both of those films right next to each other up in my apartment. Yeah, because they're neck and neck for me. Um, Steve Martin's best movie. I don't. It might be. I, I love the Jerk. Yeah, you like the Jerk a little better. You know, when when I the first thought that pops in my mind when I think of Steve Martin's classics, just because it's so true, OG Steve with his ridiculousness, um, I, I'm thinking the jerk. But it's it's so hard. It's so hard to uh, chronologize chronologicalize these things with it, number one yeah. or two. It's not hard for uh, me because I'm amazing. So I have my top five. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Do you want them one to five or five to? Five to okay. number one. Number five is Parenthood. This is what? Just Steve Martin movies? Yes, my favorite okay. Steve Martin movies. All right, yeah. Number four, Father of the Bride. I yeah. love that movie. Good one, yeah. Number three. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. This is my top six. I'm sorry. So six. I had six because I couldn't I couldn't six. decide on one. I had my top six. I couldn't decide. It's either five or ten. Okay. Man. Well, then I, I wrote it down wrong. I'm reading, I'm reading them <laughs> off wrong. Okay. So number six. <laughs> okay. We'll go number five then. Number five. Are you ready for this one? Uh, this, is, this is stressful. Number five is Parenthood. This is how I wrote it down. Okay. I don't know if it's correct. Where's the just at least put some audience reaction? We yeah, haven't they're gonna boo because I'm then, all over the okay. place on this. Do we have a boo? Okay. Yeah, Number four oh. is the three amigos. 
Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. See, my that, list was messed up. I'm sorry about that. That's why I was. Ha- I, yeah, I see. I totally forgot about that one. Number. That's a great one. Three is the jerk. Okay. Number two is planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. And the number one Steve Martin movie ever. Man with two brains. The man with two brains. Yeah, I knew you'd pick that. You love that one. I can watch it at any time. The right. humor in it is so ridiculous, but every actor takes it serious. Like is that it's a on serious film. Uh, I have it digitally, so it must be. Must be. I don't have that one. I forgot um, about that one. I just I crack up every time at the, no, that's the a high drinks. That's the one with he, where he does like the cat juggling. Yeah, right? get that yeah. cat out of here and all this stuff. I, <laughs> I just mean, love it's it. in the same. It's in the same fashion of the jerk. I mean, it's that kind of humor. It's it's that classic Steve Martin ridiculous humor. You know, you're in for a treat when he's bringing his new bride home and she sees some workers standing on the porch, and she and she goes, <laughs> "What are those assholes doing there?" And he says, "Those aren't assholes. Those are azaleas." <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous movie and that it might be one of my it is my favorite steve martin it is my that favorite. is good yeah, i can no, definitely say that's my favorite it's got that those classic steve martin yeah. isms um right now steve martin the man with two brains released in 1983 rated r it's only available in hd um yeah it's currently 9.99 on itunes mm. it was 5.99 at its cheapest it's probably Mar- when I got March it. March of 2020. Why did I not get it then? I don't know. Why didn't you tell me it was on sale? Well, you didn't even tell me Halloween Resurrection or whatever that one was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carl I might just Reiner. Have to spend 10 bucks for that. Carl That's not Reiner that is the director. Movie. Oh, no, it's not that bad. And will yeah. it go on sale again? I mean, it's just kind of one. Who knows? Maybe when That's he dies, a, kind of thing, right. is when it'll go exactly, on sale. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of one of his. I don't think it was a big box office hit or anything. It's, it's no. one of his cult movies. But. Um, but yeah, that that is a great one. That is a great one. I, you you totally uh, yeah. So Father the Bride was number six actually when I did my list. Um, okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess just to sum this up, they both have. Uh, uh, well, unfortunately, John Han- John Candy has a very small amount of work available because he was gone too soon. Um, but so many of his movies are great. He had some stinkers in there, and. Uh, Steve Martin, I, I, just them together for this movie is is an A plus combo. I would say. I think they just uh, work together so well. Yes, I, I wish they would agree. have done more together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I would say you should pick it up. I I oh it's on the list. It's on the list. But uh, so so you're saying the jerk is the best. I I can uh I can live with that. I think well that jerk is a, was jerk was also directed by Carl Reiner. Yeah, well they did they and, had a good run for a little bit then too. So and written uh co-written by Carl Gottlieb. Who do you know who he is? Uh, one of his main credits is. Hmm. No, it sounds very familiar though. Jaws. Oh. Of course. Isn't that interesting though? What a ridiculous comedy and then like a suspense thriller. Yeah, um, but I guess Spielberg is a, a friend of Carl Gottlieb, who uh, he brought in to just interject some humor into the Jaws script, and I guess that's what Carl Gottlieb's uh, sort of job was. And he also played uh, Meadows, which he has a very small part in the movie, but a, a big part of the book. Yeah, he actually wrote himself out of the script <laughs> uh, in the fashion of. 
um, to make it a feature film and to keep the time short. You know, Jaws obviously has some, a lot of subplots too in the book. I'm looking at it, and he was also in The Jerk. Yes. What was he in The Jerk? I forget. He was Iron Balls McGinty. Yeah, right. So he has another small part yeah. in The Jerk. Really, uh, really strange to think about. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. The Jerk is such a ridiculous movie. It, yeah. It's just. It's like the King ridiculous movie. Yeah. It's I mean, that, kind that of was like before a... like Tom Green or Jackass or anything like Steve Martin is the ridiculous King. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like man with two brains in a way. It's got that same kind of humor. Right. Exactly. Um, so, but jerk was first. I think jerk was 78 man with two brains is 83. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't think man with two brains did too well at the box office. So Steve started going a little more mainstream after that. Hence yeah. the father of the brides and everything, which he's still great. Oh yeah, I think Roxanne he's a good actor. I think was his big. I remember that Roxanne being was huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, that was huge, and it's great. That was big. Um, and then uh, oh, he had he had a string of hits there. Yeah. But, uh Planes, trains is up there for me. I just again, I think that duo is uh, unmatched. Yeah. So uh, I'd say we give it a round of applause and we'll uh, yeah. we'll zip it up. We'll zip our mouths shut on that one. Now, I think one thing we should talk about, I don't know how we are on the time, yeah, but uh, its it ironically happened right after we closed the uh, episode last week. Are we going to talk about Chapek, the CEO controversy? And, uh, wow, you, yeah. I mean, I've been, I was going to text you about some of this stuff, uh, but I don't know. I just figured we'd wait for the podcast and get your thoughts on it. I have mixed thoughts on it. Yeah, um, I guess this is news. We're gonna put the, put a big news segment this week, and uh, and this will be the Baba Iger news. Wow! Right when we got I've off heard. the air, I'd say it was what thirty minutes after some. I think it was the next day, wasn't what? it? It was. You know, was, was it the next than, day? It was less than twelve hours. Oh <laughs> man, maybe I had just listened to it because I wanted to hear it back, and uh, I think that's when uh, it was ironic because like, we touched on it, and uh, we've been talking about this, and we kind of hinted at this, like you know, this guy needs to be fired. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, Iger's back. Chapek is out. Yeah. So Iger's back for two years. Two years. That's it. Came out of retirement, as I understand it. Yeah. To, to save do Disney. Some cleanup. So there's a lot of rumors floating around. Um, first, though, we got to address this. There's rumors, and big media outlets are writing this. So it's kind of like it's not just clickbait. They never lie. The big yeah. media, ne they never lie. But I don't they're feel so like accurate. it's clickbait. They must have some source that says this, but they're saying that Disney could be selling to Apple because the financials are so bad. I don't know if that's true, but I did I saw I saw true. a headline about that. Come on, maybe they're in talks, but I, I don't see that happening for some reason. I just don't see it happening. Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple. Apple, right? Yeah, I mean, I could see him wanting it because he wanted to be Tim Cook. Wanted movies and stuff, and right. Apple's got this whole TV streaming thing now, which I wish they would just kind of do computers, but. You know, that that's something else. But, you know, right. so I could see him wanting it. I just don't understand why Disney would sell. It may be a hard time right now, but what, you don't think they're going to bounce back? They can bounce back if they want to. I think that's kind of a headline, to be honest. I don't know. I, I haven't researched that particular thing. I think I just saw that today, and I thought, oh, we should probably discuss that, but I know nothing about that. It could just be a rumor. Yeah, I, I think um, so. That's my gut, but who knows? 
Who knows? We're living in a crazy world. I did see an article that I have handy on my screen here when I was waiting for you to get off the toilet that I figured I'd bring up. And this is kind of just a uh, cutthroat business move that I think uh, illustrates what's going on right now. And the, the headline reads, Disney begins erasing former CEO Bob, Bob Chapek from its history, starting at Castaway K. So, uh, former CEO JPEG has only been out of the job for a week and Disney's already starting to erase his name from the company at Castaway K Disney's private Island in the Bahamas that serves Disney cruise line ships. A pump house has been, has carried a large sign saying Bob JPEG master Shipbuilder." <laughs> hmm. photos on Twitter posted today from the DCL blog show that the sign has been removed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they're just you're getting right down to business of, you know, removing any trace of him. Um, the, the article goes on. This is not the first time Disney has removed um, departed executives, notably Tom Staggs and Meg Crofton were photoshopped out of photographs displayed in Satui Canyon Canteen that showed the groundbreaking um, of Pandora, the world of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So anyway, I don't know. I've never uh, taken the Disney Cruise Line. I don't, I'm, I don't think you have. I know we've talked I about have. we want to do it. Have you? Yeah. Do you, but, I don't know. Do you recall that sign? So <laughs> but, we did a repositioning cruise on the West Coast. So we didn't go to um, Castaway Key. So. Okay. Well, if you wanted to see a sign featuring Bob Chapek, Master Shipbuilder, it's gone. Hmm. So anyway, we're going to see what, what happens with this. I know a lot of the media people that I am, that I watch that have commentary on Disney, such as Adam, the woo and some other people out there and YouTube land, um, are hoping that, that JPEG does away with this reser reservation system and right. hoping that he does something about the money grabbing. Yeah, those are those are kind of the two things that are, you know, floating around the Disney verse that everybody's kind of anxious to see what happens with um, uh, people have criticisms about that genie program. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, basically people from the consensus that I'm seeing is we don't want to be on our phones with all this stuff, you know, having to interact constantly on our phones just to go to a theme park. Yeah, is so, the gist of what I'm saying. I don't know if that's an old person's point of view. Maybe it is. You know but. what's interesting, though? There's a lot of rumors, a lot, saying that Chapek basically was doing what Iger was going to do. And that Iger well, was going to do he was some brought of these things. Into, he was, did you hear that he was brought in to kind of uh, cut costs on things right. in general? Right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and yeah. So that's what uh, Iger was going to do, supposedly. That's anyway. rumors. Is that he basically did what Iger was going was thinking about doing. He had in his you know plan, um, but this Chapek guy did it, and it right. turns out to be a complete failure. Now, would Bob Iger have ever done some of these things? Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting that you brought up some of that stuff because uh, the Washington Post had a pretty good article about what he needs to do. And what you brought up, stop uh, the reservations, was the first thing. 
Exactly. Um, That's what I'm seeing. The second that seems to be thing, the pretty populist much opinion. Abolish the genie plus. Yeah. And bring exactly. back fast pass. No one is happy with those. Yeah. Um, now this is one thing I'm going to just argue about that though. There is no free fast pass at theme parks. Disney would be the only one. Universal doesn't have to have it. You got to pay for it. Magic Mountain doesn't have it. You got to pay for it. So people getting upset about Genie Plus, I'm kind of like, what do you want them to do? The only one that offers a free service? But it was done in a different fashion. Like maybe Disney could do a similar fashion to those parks. Just a front of the line kind of thing? Yeah, have a front of the line sort of thing where you're paying one price. You know what I mean? You're not having to go on your phone and individually pay for rides. You individually have to pay for rides. That's insane. I mean, I think that's that's the main complaint. Genie Plus doesn't cover the Star Wars ride. Right. That's insane. I just don't think that's practical for many people. What a Um, jerk. Even in this world of us always being on our phones, uh, obviously that's just not a crowd pleaser. So I don't know. You know, they could probably just have some price point where you get a front of the line pass for all the the rides, as they did similar. Or if they really wanted to be innovative, bring back the free fast pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they really want to go that route, they could. I just they cannot could see them doing that. And in in turn, it would probably bring more profit because yeah. you'd be attracting, it'd be crazy busy, but if that 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 fast pass system worked. It did Remember work. the little paper, you know, you'd have to come back, you'd, you'd you, know, you know, scan your ticket at one of those little ticket givers or whatever, and it would print out a little paper ticket and you'd come back in usually what an hour and an hour and a half or something. Yeah. So you go do something else and you 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 plan out your day that way. I don't know. It worked and it was free and they're they're still making plenty of money. Yeah. But I think everybody's just uh, you know trying to figure out this new world that we're in with no one wanting to wait in lines and how much should we charge and how are we going to technically work this out. Yeah. And I think it's just still in process. So another thing that the post put down that they need to do at Disneyland is allow park hopping earlier or just how it was before when you could park hop whenever you wanted. Exactly. I that... got to do the park hop and we had to be over there at 1 p.m. at Disneyland. That's when we could start park hopping. And I've heard people say, oh, it's not a big deal. You just walk right in. No, you don't. When I did it, you know, maybe his this guy's Joe Schmo's experience was different than mine because when we had to park hop, there was a long line to get in at one o'clock. I had already waited, you know, because everyone can only go over at one. It's the stupidest idea in Florida. Like it's idea. two p.m. Um, right. In California, it's one p.m. So this is just I hate that park hopping thing. That is not I, how it was. I don't see how that's benefiting anything by putting a time restriction on that because you're just inconveniencing people. Um, you know, and I don't think you're doing anything for crowds. Right. I think if anything, you're expanding on crowds at a later time by forcing that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then you have to wait in line again just to get into the theme park. Right. Because everyone does that at the same time. So <sighs> that makes no sense to me. So I think a lot of what we're talking about is a reason why this guy's out of here. And uh, we can only hope for the best. I think we can only improve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Who knows? I, I probably just jinxed it by saying that. You know, things could always get worse, I guess. But uh, interesting. Um, so to finish this uh, Washington Post thing, though, it's mm-hmm. uh, make annual passes available again. 
why are they not selling them? Why do they only sell them for two days? And uh, that them was off? one of the other things I saw standing out. So that everybody wants. Uh, reinstate yeah. the free airport shuttle in Florida. I'm telling you that airport shuttle was amazing. You didn't even have to go get your bags. They got your bags for you. They brought them wow. to the room for you. So when you got to your uh, room, you checked in, you went and got a drink, you got some yeah. food, you walked around. You didn't have to worry about your bags being you're, picked up. Yeah, you're paying enough to stay there. That should be complimentary. What is that running now? Do you know? Uh, you can't even do it. There is you no free airport it. shuttle system anymore. You have oh, to just, just get an Uber. You got to do something. Yeah. Oh, why would they just take it? I out? don't know. It's called the Magical Express, and it worked great. It worked great. Was um, it a monorail? No, no. It was a bus, and you got on a bus with a, bus. a bunch of people going to Disney. It was so everyone was excited and happy, and it just went to each of the resorts. You know, uh, whichever resort you're staying at, you got off at, and boom, that was it. You didn't even worry about your bags, which honestly is just very feels first class in a way where you get to just kind of walk off the airplane and leave wow um yeah, it was really cool uh, uh i don't see why they wouldn't keep that going the company also got rid of disney dining plans which we took advantage of when we went mm -hmm. um it was a little pricey but it was so cool because the restaurants in florida are amazing and you get to go to whichever one you want for free you know under this dining plan uh, it, it was really good. It expanded beyond the theme park? No, it was all in the theme parks, but these theme parks aren't like ours in in California. They Well, I guess they kind of are. Like we have um, McCarthy Circle, right? Sure. But in Florida, like in Epcot, there's like five really good restaurants. Yeah, there's And more with this dining Florida. plan, you can just go to any of them. And we did. We went to one where, you know, there's a huge aquarium around you. It was just an amazing experience. Um, and that was all part of the dining plan. So you didn't have to worry about spending more money. You had your trip fully paid for, basically, except for, uh, you know, take-home gifts, really, right. when you did the right. dining plan. You knew exactly what your trip was going to cost, and you were done because you had the Magical Express that would take you to the airport and the hotel, and then you had your your dining. And the dining was a, a little small breakfast, a lunch, and then a big dinner, basically. Hmm. Um so that's another continental thing. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so then the Washington Post also says stop charging for magic bands. Um, I don't understand the magic bands. I'm really the more that I look into them, I don't get since you have to still use your phone. Why not just take your phone out? You're going to be on your phone all day anyways, taking pictures. Yeah, that's true. You're taking pictures with your phone all day. Mm -hmm. So why would you, you know? And you're checking wait times on your phone. You can't right. do that on a magic band. So I'm not really sure why people are so excited about these ma magic band things. Um, but they're saying to stop charging for them. I say they could keep charging for them. You buy them, you buy them, you don't, you don't. Uh, lower prices, True. I don't know Make if that's going to Make it optional, you know, yeah. you know. Add something else to the magic band that makes it, uh, you know, ideal. Uh, it makes it useful. Yeah. But um, exactly. It's like you're going to be on your phone regardless. And uh I think that the overall kind of theme with with what's going on right now with Disney is we need to make it more practical yeah. for the everyday man. <laughs> it's definitely not now. It's not. They're making things worse. So do you have it? What, what else do you have there? Uh, not much more. Kind of just okay. uh, lower the prices, which I, I don't personally think that's going to do. Anything. I'm not going to hold my breath on you that. You know, one, it's 200 bucks can... to go snowboarding for a day. So right. that's just how these prices are now. And it, it just inflation is crazy. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, everything's more expensive. Uh, so yeah. I don't see them lowering prices, but hopefully they can uh, maybe 
do a halt to some of the uh, price gouging. Yeah. Um, and then there was, there was one more that, uh, that I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, it says, this is from the Washington Post, not, not Ryan. Uh, for conservative <laughs> fans, abandon the woke changes. Some of the changes, though, I think are for the good. Some definitely are very strange. <laughs> go um, woke, go broke. You know, it's well, just like, it's, it's their company. They can run it how they want to run it. I'm, it's the same yeah. thing as this freedom of speech type of thing. So if they want to run it this way, they run it that way. If you don't like it, don't go. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, no, I hear you. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't know. That's that's very broad woke. Yeah, I don't really what know. That mean they bring like... up this is what the article brings up is that people on social media, and I'm quoting, have urged Iger to change plans to give the old Splash Mountain ride a new theme. You know what? I'm for the new theme. I like Princess and the Frog. It is more today, anyways. Yeah, no, I mean, that's fine, it's just you know? it's more today. It's like the same reason why Back to the Future is no longer at the park. It, it kind of right. ran its course. And they have the exactly. Simpsons now. And if it's for those reasons, then that's fine. But if right. it's if it is, you know, bowing down to the woke culture, and that's what the reason why they're doing that, that's not cool. Yeah, you know. It, so I, I, you know, and I don't know what the origin of that is. And, yeah. Uh, to me, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I think the the court of public opinion can judge that with their own dollars. You know, well, how that's about what that? I say too. I, why I do think... we need this to even be political? It shouldn't be. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I yeah, I, I hear you, but I know that's gotten, I've, that's gotten a lot of negativity from, especially Disney in Florida with the whole DeSantis and the don't say gay thing and right. all that. Yeah. Uh, so he's so. got a lot to do. Um, and he only has two years, so right. I don't think this, this is going to be as magical as everyone thinks. Right. So we'll see. It's, it's like, you know, you know what it reminds me of right now? We are uh, we are Michael Jackson in that thriller meme where he's eating the popcorn, mm -hmm. that that gif, that gif. <laughs> right. Where he's just eating the yeah. popcorn. And we're like, watching. We're in the front row of the movie and we're just enjoying ourselves. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Watching the show. Right. So, you know, oh, I, I don't know. A, a huge company like Disney going through these things. It's like. Very much uh, first world problems, right? But yeah. it's so <laughs> um, first world. At the same time, it's it's interesting, and uh, just the fact that we've been talking about this, and then all of a sudden the CEO is dropped, and uh, the old ones back in. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I wish uh, personally, I was hoping that it would be uh, Eisner. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, how old is he now he, at this point? I, I don't know, know. but I, to me, that was kind of the golden age of Disney. Yeah, but yeah, he screwed that. up uh, California Adventure. I mean, that was yeah, his I know. baby. He's not perfect. He's and not it perfect. Was bad. But I think he, he, I don't know. I think he was kind of a golden era of Disney, besides Walt, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the, the golden era. But um, I think Eisner did some cool things. Mm. And I think Iger did some good things. And I'm not a fan of Chapek. And I think this is a good move in general. And I'm very curious to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I think know. they got it. I think first thing is get rid of that reservations. You have a season pass. You should be able to go any day you want. If, exactly. If the park sells out, done. It's sold out. I mean, right. there you go. That's like a built-in understanding, right? I mean, if you have a season pass, the whole point of a season pass is to be able to go when you want. Yeah. Nobody wants to F around with reservations. Imagine and, joining uh, a country club because this is a club membership when you think about it. A season pass is a membership. Imagine joining a country club and saying, oh, you can only come on Tuesdays. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know? uh, it's just kind of a slap in the face. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of 
what optimistic drama right yeah, now. But people are optimistic right now. But change is good. Change is difficult. It is. But difficult. it ultimately plays out usually to be good. So we will see. We will see what happens. It's really funny too. I don't think he's even out because of Disneyland and and all the Florida stuff. I think he's out because of the Disney streaming service is failing. I've been looking into like the reasons why he's out and there's a lot of different things out there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess public image maybe because Disneyland is still making a lot of money. Disney World is still making money. So Still making money, but I mean it, that which just goes to show there's a million theme park junkies out there that are just going to They're going to go no matter know, what. Still go to the parks and they're going to pay these stupid prices because they love the origin of the parks. They love the parks themselves regardless of the current management. Now, if only but, half of those theme park junkies that you say are a million of them would listen to this show. <laughs> we could finally quit our jobs. Yeah, we're just a yeah, exactly. I would love that, but uh just a very small subsection of them probably <laughs> listen to this show. But um I feel them. Yeah. And I, I feel what's going on and I, I get the uh populist opinion about Disney and uh I don't know, I think it, it probably could only improve at this point. I think it, if anything this shows that Disney's kind of gotten the message to some degree. Yeah. I'm so we'll uh, I'm really confused since we're talking about watching stuff. Um, th- there's a lot of things saying that Disney Plus is growing. The streaming services got big numbers, but they're still they lost. They reported to lose 1.5 billion yeah, with a B. Compared compared to like a year or two ago, the stock and the streaming service I believe are way down in what I've seen. But and I'm sure that's that's really what's driving this. I think that's what it is. I know the stock is in the toilet, in the toilet, and it's gone up a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, Disney not Disney's not used to that <laughs> sort yeah. of performance, and so they're trying to do some damage control, and uh, I think that's what's going on. But you know what? I, I think it's working. It's made me, honestly, it's made me more interested to go to Disney Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a week ago when uh, this dude was still in office i'm like you know nah, i don't really want to go so but, check um, out these numbers though i love numbers so i like things being shaken up go ahead so disney plus has added 12.1 million subscribers during the company's fiscal fourth quarter bringing its total to 164.2 million including i don't know why it says this including cheap subscriptions from india so i guess in india disney plus must be real cheap, cheap. subscriptions the from price india. must be like a dollar in India or something. So they're, they um, lower their prices overseas. Isn't this that inc- racist? So now if you include Hulu, Disney Plus, I mean, yeah, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, they have 235 mm-hmm. million subscribers total. Okay. How are they losing 1.5 billion? <laughs> because they must have so much invested in it to yeah. where that's not making up their, their monthly nut. That's crazy. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, yes. to the layman like us but uh you know these crazy corporations you know that's crazy business that is crazy biz <sighs> you, yeah i don't know here you know last thing i gotta say um because this was in the news too and we're at about an hour now but this is in the news too so have you seen the preview for disney's strange world it's a new uh animated movie <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up i i saw just something on that today and it was so negative. It's reporting it, that it's going it, to lose 
$100 million. Yeah, it's bombing so bad. I saw a, uh, I don't even remember who it was, but a, uh, an article featuring someone prominent on Twitter who, who said, I just brought my daughter to this film. 10 minutes into it, she looked at me and said, I have no desire to see the rest of this movie. Can we please leave? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why is it so and bad? It left. And the, the, this tweet was assigned to Disney or he tagged Disney in it. And um, I don't know. Uh, again, I think it's getting into some of the woke stuff. Um, is, as far is as it what really I've heard, though? Or is there like one character in it and I, then you, you know, don't I notice that character? I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't even seen the trailer. And, you know, whatever. I'll just say some controversial stuff. Supposedly, I heard that it's, it's very like, uh, you know, saying uh, it's like very putting gay in, in your face i guess yeah so the conservatives which, would not like that uh, right which you know i just don't whether it's gay whether it's whatever i don't think we should be force-fed any ideology you know what's wrong with that how about be entertaining yeah well <laughs> why do we need to force feed political ideologies i haven't seen this movie i, I haven't even seen a trailer but some of the responses to this movie is what is that is what I'm seeing so far. And it's bombings to crazy degrees. And I guess the rest of this tweet was Disney needs to start paying, to, paying attention to the paying customer. <laughs> that No, that there is something to say about that. Um, you know, you can't make a movie for a hundred and something million and lose that kind of money on exactly. it. Exactly. It's um, a business. Whether it, it is be... that stuff or it's not, maybe it's just a stupid movie. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a horrible movie. I Maybe it has nothing to do with that. I, I don't know. Again, a disclaimer, haven't seen They're it. They're blaming but... the pandemic, basically, from what I had read. <laughs> well, um, guess what? That's That excuse has been used enough it's for sh- the last this is, years. This is a it's quote. expired. You ready for this quote? It shows that we're still recovering and adapting from the constraints of the pandemic. And I think he's talking about movie theaters in general, that they're all right, just well, I, all down. I call BS on that 100% because Top, Top Gun made like most money out of any movie in the last, I don't know how many years. Well, no, look at, um, I believe Black Panther killed it in the theaters. People went to go see that. You know what I mean? So there you, you can't There's plenty blame. of examples. Jaws was number one post-pandemic. Right. Don't that's a cop out. Yeah, it, you can't just blame like it. everything they're they're talking about with uh, you know this pandemic stuff that's been milked to the umpth degree. Get off it already. Yeah. So Strange World cost 180 million, and then on top of that, you also have to uh, factor I in think that's the why global marketing. That's a huge, that's a crazy budget. Budget, And this is an animated movie, isn't it? Right. And so they're saying it also cost uh, tens of millions more in global marketing and distribution fees. So the film needs to gross roughly $360 million to break even. Yeah, no way. Um, no. They're going to lose a lot of money on this. And it's yeah, just another it, woe hurt. in Disney's woes. Yeah. Whoa. So I think, and Whoa. I think that's kind of. Woo! Like yeah. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Oh, we need to get him on the podcast. That'd be He's great. He's not doing interview. anything. We can talk about the origin of woe. <laughs> you know, he probably would have came on until I said he's not doing anything. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you just ruined it for us. Yeah. You know, he might, we might have had a chance, but now you just ruined it. Yeah. Because so, you dissed him. But anyway. You know, you know what's funny is our Thanksgiving special has really <laughs> turned into just this negative Disney talk. 
And some positive well, outlooks, maybe. You know, right? I had plenty of positive things to say about planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. And, you know, just to tie it into theme parks, okay? Because yes. obviously that's off topic. Well, now and then, if you've listened to the show, you know, we get into other things because, um, you know, we'd run out of things to talk about if it was just theme parks. But um, just to tie it into theme parks, wouldn't that be a great ride? Oh, it would be planes, trains, and automobile. I mean, yeah. It would never happen at any park anywhere. That's a Paramount movie, though. I, I believe they did. Didn't they do uh, like a Gremlins ride or something at one of their parks? Paramount oh. did some cool stuff. Like, so it, it's kind of a pipe dream in a way. Um. Anyway, just to tie it back in, just to just to close the knot on that subject. I think that would be a great ride. It would be a great ride. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I could see it as a, like three rides. Like remember on the tram when you'd you get can, off and on, you could right. only have like you three could do separate it that sections. Way if you were going practical, or you could even do it with like screens. Yeah. You know, you could do it new school. Um, there's a million ways you could do it, but you could incorporate a plane, a train, and an automobile, obviously. And uh, I don't know. What a great film, and uh, we're in the holiday season, so let's just be happy about it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, ho, no, ho, yeah. Ho. we'll see what happens ho, ho, ho. with Mr. Iger. Um, I'm optimistic, as I'm always optimistic, but uh, it's going to be tough. There's always hope. There's always hope. I'm optimistic. I'm skeptical as well, but uh, at the same time, um, I think it's a positive move overall. It shows that there's a shift in the company, and, yeah. and something is happening. And I guess just just to sum everything up, I, I you know again mentioned Adam the Woo. I watch him. He's on YouTube, The Daily Woo. Uh, he does a lot of good content about Disney and uh, theme parks and other things. But uh, he was in Epcot. I believe it was Epcot the day that news came out, and he said there was a level of anxiety going on in the park that you could just feel, mm. like you could just feel a shift in the energy in the park. Not a bad energy, but I think everybody's everybody's kind of, uh, you know, employee-wise is kind of, you know, uncertain about the future. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just an interesting time. So, we'll see what happens. Again, we're, we're the Michael Jackson thriller uh, meme right now. We're eating the popcorn. We'll see. All right. Right. You know what? I'm going to say one more thing about this woke thing and this movie thing. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to say that strange world that may be affecting it might also not. I tend to believe... That people that go to movie theaters want to see remakes, like Planes, Trains, Automobiles, damn it, and they want to see Marvels. They want to see like superhero crap. So this like movie Marvel could have just a... been marketed poorly, and it's just maybe, maybe not a good movie. <laughs> maybe that's all it is. And if it is, then shame on them because that's a simple fix. Like yeah. get your marketing in 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 line. Right, because just I hate to say it, but moviegoers are. It's pretty obvious when you look it's, at the top it's movies. It's and it's a it's such a hard business. I mean, yeah. you know, it, I I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I hesitate to say anything. Me on too. It. Yeah, I haven't even heard of it till today. I hadn't heard of it either, and yet they spent tens of thousand, right? Right, right. So, um, but I'll, all I've heard is negative, <laughs> and yeah. uh, just that one tweet from that person kind of summed it up. I mean, how often do you hear something like that? So think, real quick, I think we did that one time in a movie. Yeah, I don't know what movie it was? Oh. But I think I looked at you and said, "You know what? I don't have any desire to watch this. Let's leave." Yeah, and we what did. Was that? It was something I don't really know. bad. I mean, it was. It must have only been once or twice because 
it, you know, anytime I pay money for a movie, I'll sit there and watch it. But I know I've done that before. And yeah. for a, a a young girl or an eight, nine-year-old girl or whatever to do that, I don't know. I think that speaks um, that speaks a lot yeah. to the quality. Disney of also released this with when Black Panther is out right now, number one. So they're competing with themselves. And right. Black Panther made $45 million this week. So, I mean... <laughs> Almost forty six, and their total okay. gross for Black Panther two is three hundred sixty seven million. So you're, I don't know, it's kind of stupid to even compete because that's the kids' movie out right now. That's the Marvel True, movie that right. the parents are bringing their kids to. I think Marvel has a built in fan base. Built in fan base. Be there. Captain America seventy four could come out, and people will go to it. It's right. really strange to me how uh, how people but just I guess, love it. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't even remember this name. What's what's the name of the other one? Strange what? Strange World. Strange World. Okay, so I mean, that's no that's no kind of IP that I'm aware of. It's not brand uh, new. That's just that's just an original thing. It's yeah. just an original creation by Disney. So um, I don't know whether woke or not. It's a, it's a total failure, and uh, it's not going to do Disney any good. So we'll see what comes of this. You know, maybe Disney will go hardcore American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hard. start releasing stuff like uh, Top Gun, you know, like that. Exactly. Remake, That's know? what makes money right now. Uh, let the market correct itself. You know, let let the public opinion vote with their dollars. Yeah. Now, me, personally, I'd like to see the original content, I'm telling you. But yeah. I don't need to see... Uh, you know, I did like Top Gun, but I, it'd be okay if it didn't exist uh, to be to me. Right. But um, I still need to see the newest Top Gun. You'll I, like I'm it, hearing... but you'll be like, oh, this is like, feels like the same movie in a way. Yeah. 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 But it's a sequel. It's, you know. It must, it must touch people in the right place to where they want to see it again. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, the thing did brilliant. Oh, yeah. So. Billions. Billions. Probably. Quadrillions. Quadrillions. All right. Well. <laughs> Next what week, I'll be happier. Next week, I'll be a happy, happy, happy little elf. I'm happy right now. I watched Elf recently at uh, the... At the uh, guess where I watched it? Driving? <laughs> the gym. Oh. They had they had the, the they had Elf playing at the gym. And uh, I literally watched, like, most of the movie um, on the elliptical machine burning calories. So... Burn those calries to Elf. <laughs> While he eats his uh, pancakes and whatever, yeah, you know, syrup. I must say it made the workout go rather pleasantly with uh, with gumdrops and lollipops and whatever Elf says. Yeah, so, uh, it's a good yeah. film. Yeah. So this was kind of our pre-holiday special. Um, you know, I we'll get into this on the next episode, but I did watch some stuff on uh, Knott's Merry Farm, and I confirmed that it's not a special ticket. Right. It's not a separate ticket that you have to buy for Not Scary Farm, like the Boysenberry Festival. Right. It's a regular Knott's ticket. Yeah, and so if we-, we can talk about it too. I forgot how I have been to Mary Farm. Oh, well, <laughs> I've been lot- there. you just exposed yourself as a liar. I totally forgot. So. It was so long ago, but I remember- and you saw we- the fake snow? They uh, spray no. the fake snow We were not you? there for the fake snow, but we like did see Santa of- and all that seems stuff. seems like that's kind of the orgasm- of yeah. the night i actually don't the think they snow. were doing the fake snow during that time <laughs> okay well they're doing it now i just saw some footage from uh again i'll, I'll name drop justin scard's youtube 
He's another great YouTuber. Does a lot of random uh, theme park stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, so more to come on that. I think we may, maybe need to visit Knott's definitely just to check out St. Nick and what's going on over there. Um, you know, they have, it seems like it's a boysenberry festival-esque sort of thing, but Christmas themed and no separate ticket. So if we get a season pass, we can just uh, check that out and keep on attending. But um, anyway, on that note, it's been another genius episode from the hottest podcast on the web. My name is Jay for Ryan. And you know what we're saying. Out. Out.